is the Randomly Speaking Podcast with Leek and Chip. And this is our very first episode entitled Second Childhood. And why did we name it Second Childhood, Chip? Um, basically because we was inspired by uh, the song Nas did off of his Stillmatic album. A classic album classic, that you classic. that you thought wasn't. But we gonna, we'll get to that later. No, that was that was the <laughs> other album. It was written. I didn't think it was a classic. All his albums are classics. But, well, that's debatable, but... But second childhood, um, to me, means your your mind becomes weak in its behavior of that of a young child. And basically, a lot of people, once we leave our, our first childhood, which is, you know, from birth all the way up until, right. we'll say about 13, a lot of people can't transition to adulthood. That's true. You know what I mean? So they yeah. bring in, they'll bring in their their childish ways into their 20s and their 30s and sometimes even above 40. True, true. So, I think we all fall victim to that at some point in our yeah, lives. Whether, whether it's emotionally, mentally, um, I wouldn't say physically because that really has nothing to do with anything, nah. but definitely mentally and Mental, emotionally. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I feel like I experienced that, you know, in my life as far as mentally. And what, and what time was that? I would say probably... Well, I feel like, for one, I think uh, when I was 19, I got married first. So I kind of grew up, had to mature a little quicker because mm-hmm. I had a, a wife at that point. You know, we living on our own, things like that. So I kind of had to mature early. So for me, I think it reversed. Mm-hmm. After I got divorced, I started going back into like... Because you felt like you missed something. I missed something. So I wanted to go party every day. I wanted to just... Do the things that I missed out on that a lot of my peers was doing. Okay. But I missed out on, you know. So that's basically why. What um And that's interesting because it's different for me. Like I I feel as though I grew up real fast. Like right. we was partying, we was going out, doing you know, doing all the stuff that we kinda do now or adults do at this age. Right, right. We was doing that at an early age. Like I jumped off the porch early. You know a lot of people say <laughs> jumping off the porch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah. try to make it sound so thug. But just jumping off the porch means you explore the world just yeah. a little bit a little different. early. Yeah, a yeah. little bit different and a little bit earlier than others. But I can basically say that me growing up fast, um, mentally I was cool. Like I was, you know, I, I I definitely was mature in the in the mental stage. Okay. In the mental part. But when it came to me emotionally reacting to things, that's where you that missed. was childish. You right. know, some of the some of the ways I carried into my adult life was definitely definitely immature. Yeah. So like as far as and the biggest part was relationships. You know mm. what I mean? And and me reacting to, you know, some family things. You know, but mostly relationships. Relationships are just, to me, relationships are complicated, and I don't want to turn it to a, a, a Dr. Phil session like VAR would yeah. say. You know what I mean? <laughs> Shout but, out to VAR. But it's definitely a weird, a weird, um, I guess a weird take on things when I talk about or how I see things emotionally or how I react to things emotionally. And I just think that comes with me, like I said, growing up fast, but not being able to, how can I say this? Not being able to apply my whole emotional state to a situation. Right. Because I'm kind of like, I'm kind of standoffish with a few things. So that's what that's what I mean when I say but that. But also sometimes too in relationships, you know, you're dealing with another individual too. Exactly. So sometimes, you know, them, them saying something or you saying something might spark, mm-hmm. you know, uh, uh you know, like maybe a, a immature way, and they might not be. They might have not grown up fast, right? So, so, so you may be on a whole different level, but they're at the level that they're supposed to be at that age, right? So they're handling it how, or let's just say we're eighteen. Right. You know, me and the girl I'm, I'm talking to, quote unquote, we're both eighteen, right? Yeah, I'm eighteen with a with a a twenty five year old's mentality, his mental, right, right, right. She may be 18 mentally and emotionally. Right. You know what I mean? I'm 18, like I said, with a 25-year-old mentality, but my 18-year-old emotion may be 12. So she may see things as... That might go over some people's heads. Exactly. (laughs) So she may see things as as an 18-year-old like, man, um, I think you're handling this crazy. Or I think you need to communicate more. And that's a big thing. 
I may say, well, I, I don't care. Be standoffish and, and dismissive about the whole situation. So, to me, that example could relate to a lot of people. Yeah. Because okay. it's, 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 it's definitely a lot of people out here that are certain ages, but at the same time, their mindset doesn't match their age. It's either lacking, which is, you know, the second childhood, second, yep, it or it's is. above that age. Yeah. So what are some things speaking about speaking of, of of just characteristics and foundations, you know, what were some of the the trials and the errors, you know, trying to avoid being stuck in the second childhood or just flat out getting through your second childhood? Um I feel like with me it would be probably learning to be able to say no to people. Like, okay. far as, like, say no to some of my peers that might have been, like, in a position to do the things, like, go ahead and party every week. Yeah. Or, because um, that's basically, like, I felt like, you know, through up until, like, maybe 26, that's when I really, like, that's when I basically, like, I felt like I ended my second childhood. Okay. Say the age again. So 26. I felt 26. like I ended my second childhood because... At that point, I started taking things more seriously. I, I like the things I would basically do. Like I wouldn't depend on going out every week, every day, mm-hmm. or every or feel the need to. Like okay. now, I would just basically chill, you know, save my money, mm-hmm. do things like that. And at, at that at that point, because I missed out on, I feel I feel like I matured at nineteen. Mm-hmm. I had to step up. I was like, uh, I was trying basically trying to find something. Like, I was just out there just trying to find myself still. Mm-hmm. So I didn't really know who I was at that point. You know what I mean? It took me a little bit longer. That makes sense. Yeah. So for me, that would be that would be like my think, example. What uh, about you? I think for me, I got out of my second childhood, I want to say, I definitely was still in, well, was I still in college? I would say around that time, um, my last year of college into, you know, my first year of being out of college, it was like that transition where it was like, damn, shit is real now. Right. You know what I mean? I was definitely, my communication back then was, was a little bit tacky. You know what I mean? It wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't mature. It wasn't that of a 22, 23 year old. Um, but definitely, 24, 25, I definitely started seeing myself transitioning out of it. It's a lot of stuff that I could uh, still work on now. Yeah, same here. But every day is a is a challenge. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I I handle I handle situations now very um, nonchalant. Like I don't put too much energy into certain situations. And I know if I was twenty one right now, then in a couple of these situations that I'm in. I would probably be in trouble. Uh, yo, <laughs> you know I what was mean? thinking the same thing. I would probably be yeah. in trouble if I had the same mindset that I did when I was like, you know, uh, late teens, early twenties. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I'm 26 right now, and I'm def. I definitely see myself being a lot more positive about things. Um, okay, okay. Positive in what ways? Um, just me. I was the person that um, I wouldn't give. People like second chances. I'm I'm still that way, nah, that's, that's but I'm very more but I'm more I'm more lenient. I should say. Okay. Okay. Um, I communicate a little bit better, slightly better. I ain't gonna say I jump from a one to a ten, but I definitely <laughs> jump from a one to a three. And in, in my, in my communication, I was swag. definitely expecting you. I, okay, I respect that. You know what I'm saying? Because me, I'm I just grew up where, you know, you you. You express yourself, and if people don't understand it, fuck it, move on. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, definitely. Like I don't really, I don't really see myself having to explain myself to people. Yeah, and I also have a lot to do with, like you said, how you was raised. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I find it like you know sometimes, um, even with dealing with people that technically didn't raise, wasn't raised with brothers and sisters. Yeah, or you know they handle certain, uh, they handle certain certain situations differently. Yeah, than, um, and I feel as though when you got brothers I and would, sisters, when you got brothers and sisters, I communicate. Your ignore game and your just all right, it is what it is game is totally different from a person who's the only child. It is. You know what I mean? It like is. Your, your tolerance level, you can tolerate a lot I of stuff. I can tolerate a lot of stuff. 
Whereas a person who grew up by themselves or, you know, played with their cousins yeah, yeah. here and there or went to school, had a couple friends, their tolerance is a little bit low because, yeah. first of all, you don't have anybody to play with at home. Right. So your friendship when you in school, if you have a falling out with your friend, you're acting like y'all broke up. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Me, I argue with somebody or getting into a, a misunderstanding with somebody I know outside of my home. It's like, okay, hit me when you ready. Right, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Talk it out, whatever. Hit me when you ready. Right. But you just got some people where it's like, damn, I don't know what to do without this person. Like, I know a lot of um, only childs. Me too. And no disrespect, some of them are weird. Their communication is weird. Yeah. And, you got to adjust to it a little bit, some of them. Yeah, it's, it's, it's really weird. But at the same time, it's something that it. they have to work on. Yeah, I understand it too, from their point of view. Because it's very different. To just say, let me uh, let me uh, address this situation with this person and explain myself. When in reality, sometimes they never had to do that. If exactly. anything, they, the only person they really had to answer to was maybe their parents mm-hmm. or someone like that. But me, my sisters, we might get in arguments. Yeah. We might have to explain ourselves or we might go in a room, you know, chill out for a couple minutes, come back a little bit later. But they're still in your space. Exactly. So I had to kind of so like learn. you got to deal with it. Yeah. You got to learn how to deal with it and, and maneuver around it. Right. So what do you see now that you, you've grown out of your second childhood? What What is it that's that's challenging? Like what are the, cha- the, the challenges as far as, like I said, communication, the mental, or just being an adult? What, what challenges do you see? What challenges, challenges I probably see I within yourself or from you know in the world that you got to maneuver through. Um, I think now, like I try to focus. The challenges is basically not allowing people to bring me out of character. Yeah. Um, you know, because I feel like in my past I struggled with that a lot. Mm-hmm. I stopped that last year. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm not gonna lie. I probably did it like yeah. two years ago. People was getting know? me out of character at 25. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm not gonna lie. I was 28 and right. people was getting me out of my character. You know what I mean? And I'm like, dang, I'm reacting to a situation normally that I wouldn't react to. Mm-hmm. But I'm and I'm also blaming. I used to also blame the persons, like the people, for bringing you know for like. Like bringing me to that situation. Yeah, but you allowed yourself. So, but exactly, I started yeah. having to blame myself. You couldn't control yourself. And I also felt like that's when I really started maturing. I took accountability for myself. And that's and one of my lo- favorite words: accountability. Yeah. Basically, and I love that word. And it's, and it's crazy because, I mean, I think it's, I think I have the same challenges. Um, letting people try to you know just trying to control myself per se. Right. Not letting things around me that I can't control affect me. You know what I mean? My mom always told me there are three things you have to learn in life and you'll be good. Number one was love everybody. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The second one is let people be who they are. Right. Can't change somebody. I'm going to say that again. Let people be who they are. Right. And number three, the last one was very vital too. Don't get mad over what you can't control. Yep. Like I remember being in um I remember being in high school and I had a relationship in high school and um my mom was I was you know, my mom seen that I was mad, I was washing the dishes salty, you know yeah. what I'm saying? And she was like, What's wrong with you? I was like, such and such, I ain't gonna say her name, I ain't giving her clout right now. But such <laughs> and such uh did me dirty, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm, and I'm scrubbing the dishes real hard. What's her name? Did me real dirty. And she was like, well, you know what? You got to let people be who they are. Continue to control what you can control. And they'll come back. And if they don't, basically, fuck it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I, ever since that day, that's really how I've been living. You yeah. know what I'm saying? My mom tell me that a lot. And we got a dishwasher since then. So, you know, <laughs> you know what I mean? I ain't really, I ain't been you know, scrubbing no dishes lately. But <laughs> it's crazy. Like. Once I finally under, it took me some time. I'm not gonna say that day right, I right. understood what it was, but you know, later on down the line, it was just like, man, I really don't care about that situation, or I'm not gonna give this situation any more stress, any more energy, any more thought. You know what I mean? Yeah. Those are the, that's one of the challenges. Another challenge I see is, um, I know that sometimes. My communication, going back to the communication, it could be mm-hmm. kind of shaky today. 
You know what I mean? And yeah. that's only because, like I said, I don't want to give energy to certain situations. But I understand that some of those things need to be talked out. Some of these things yeah, need yeah. to be approached differently. Yeah. And I'm not going to sit here and act like, you know, me stepping away or ignoring something makes me perfect. You know what I mean? Sometimes I step away to fix me. Right. And allow that person some space. Cause I know for damn sure I'm, I'm overbearing because I'm passionate about what you do. A lot of stuff, right. a lot of things that I'm into. Yeah. And, and that's where I can see the, the struggle is, you know, between me and other people. But I, that kind of that kind of molded me. Is there any other challenges you see within yourself? Oh, I mean, besides letting people you know control you. That I feel like also too will be um, just the idea of like taking the right thing serious. Like you know, I had to find figure out like what I was going to do far as career wise. Mm-hmm. You know, and then also just basically having the mindset of like staying focused and not getting unfocused on that on that career. That I chose to do Because for a while Like I didn't know You know I was going through I was switching careers And everything Like for a while Like and I was just like At the point to where I was like Man I think I'm about to I don't don't know what to do Yeah You get what I'm saying Sometimes So I think that was like And that When I found that out It brought a lot of balance To my life Mm -hmm. Like Where I was able to uh, You know transition Because that's why I said At age 26 Yeah Kind of like where I got To the new career What I'm doing now and that kind of helped me. I, now I find like it's more. I feel like it's more balanced in my life now because of that. So that it made me more peaceful and more um, like happy. Yeah. Because for a long time I wasn't. Every, everything definitely has a balance. It's yeah. always in the in the spiritual world is male and female. Right. That's the balance. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We all have um, a, a masculine side and a feminine side. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So. That's the balance within us. Um, I think for me, like I said, it was the letting people be what they are, um, not letting them control in the communication. Um, I don't know. It's just a lot. It's a lot of things that I, little things. It's not nothing, anything serious, but it's definitely a lot of things that I see to, on my day to day that I can work on. Like I always find myself um, getting mad at people around me. It's like, damn, like, y'all could be doing this shit different, a, a, a lot of things differently, you know? And I don't understand why that bothers me, but I think it's because you, you I see, see the best in everybody. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I want to see everybody, you know, be their best, but at the same time, how you get there is important. I don't know why it's important to me, but I just want to see everybody is, get to their dreams and their goals, but doing it, doing it with... Integrity that goes to the Steve Harvey situation in the Monique jump. <laughs> Do it with some integrity, you know yeah. what I mean? I, not not sell out. Yeah, don't sell out. Don't sell you, yourself yo, out. I see a lot of people, bro. Yeah, that's that sells out for. It's like it's a trend. The, yeah, selling out is definitely a trend. It's like, a trend now. It must be somebody out here giving out some paper for some souls and 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 coonery. Cause yeah, we seen a lot of it nowadays. It's, yo, it's it's ridiculous, but. You know, not to get off topic. That's yeah. just how. That's just how it is. Like, well, it is randomly speaking. So you know, we gonna. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. We definitely gonna <laughs> yeah. veer off sometimes. Yeah. Uh, um. Okay. So something else. What are? Give me three negative things, and three positive things you have heard people say about you, and you can go in, in, into detail as you go. You know what I mean? Jeez. I'll help you keep track, so you won't. You know what I mean? Dang, you put me on the spot with this one. Got to. Uh, three negative things I would say would be. I would say my negative would be, and people would say, especially like my mom. She say, "Listen, I do try to see the good in everybody, mm-hmm. but in reality, like that's my downfall sometimes when it comes yeah. to like relationships and trusting people, which." And that's another two, another thing. It's kind of weird because I don't trust a lot of people. Yeah, I don't trust people at all. Yeah, I, I really don't. And that my mom says sometimes that, you know, my dad even said that to me mm-hmm. a lot. Like, yo, you, 
and I could see where it hindered me in also relationships. Yeah. You know, not with just women, but like, you know, far as business, business, and yeah, friendships. Yeah, yeah job wise. Yep. Just different things like that. Cause um I try not to get involved in like trust me on like my job and stuff yeah. like that, like into the politics of that. I just do what I gotta do and I yeah. get out of there, you know? Um, but definitely so what I say, um the not trusting people, I would say would be a negative. In in a, in a you know in a sense, um, also the seeing the good in everybody because that's not true. Mm-hmm. And I think my third one would be, uh, we might have to come back to that one. We might have to come back to that one though. All right, so you give your negatives, I'll give you my negatives. Oh uh, yeah, I'm about to ask you that. Okay, my negatives are a lot of people. This is I should have took a poll on <laughs> this, but um, the first things that came to my mind is cocky. That one I I don't understand any of these labels that you know people have given me yeah but cocky i just see it as you know the basic excuse or the basic um explanation i'm proud of me you get what i'm saying i mean you should be like i'm like i'm proud of me i'm proud of all the stuff that i accomplished coming from where i come from right you know what i'm saying right so no, it's not that I think that I'm better than anybody or look better than anybody. Psych. But um, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's it's just me being proud. A lot of times you have to be proud. I mean, because if you don't, who will? Yeah. It's not a lot of people who, who give respect when it's due these days. Definitely don't. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. a lot of people want to see you down for We was talking about that earlier. It was. A lot of people don't want to see you successful. So I can. it may come off cocky. I can understand that. But deep down inside at heart and my and my gut is not me being cocky at all it's just me knowing the the steps it took right and that's part of you here. though yeah and it's i'm pretty sure it took you a while to even build that cockiness up yeah you know what i mean i try to i try to tell people around me you can be the same way be proud of you because outside of your mom and your dad and you know sometimes the brother and sister uh, brothers and sister situation can get a little hectic, but outside of your mom and your dad, ain't nobody gonna clap for you. No. You feel what I'm saying? No. Sometimes your siblings can be jealous of you. Yeah. I'm glad that my siblings ain't. Yeah, you know I don't got mean? siblings. I'm like proud that of either. all my siblings for accomplishing all the things that they want to. Yeah. The second one is being dismissive. I'm definitely dismissive, but that's because I don't want to waste your time. My time and my energy on on redundant things. You know what I'm saying? Things that to me are just that seems stupid. Right. I don't really I don't care about too much. And that's not that's not to me that 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 isn't negative. Me not caring about certain things just shows that to me, again, personal opinion, that I'm able to move on without harping. Yeah. That's why I can be dismissive because I'm not about to waste time with this. Like I Right, don't, right. Nah, we can be talking about something totally different. Yeah. Yeah. We can be doing something totally different instead yeah. of spending 30 minutes on a conversation that could have took five. Yeah. You know what I mean? You want, yeah. we, we saw things and this goes on every, on in every level of relationships. Like you said, whether it's business, friendships, um, school works, uh, wherever. I got a negative. You got a negative. All right, go ahead. And I'll, then I'll say my last one. You go ahead. You said the missive. I'm a procrastinator. And I'm that too. But that's something I, that's a, a lot negative. of people don't say that about me because they see that I really like, I mean yeah. I work, but I've I've had people tell me, like yeah. like yo, Chip, you be playing around too much. Yeah, like, shout out to my grandma. She just said she told me that called yeah. me this New Year's and was yeah. like, yo, we ain't procrastinating this year. Yeah, shout out to my girlfriend for saying that too, because she uh definitely tell me all the time, like, yo, pull up. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Pull yourself up because you uh you playing. Absolutely. You know what I mean? It's, I mean, I, and I can understand where they come from when they say that because, like God just said, seeing the best in someone, your, your girl sees the best in you. My grandma, my family, you know, sees the best in me. Yeah. And like I just said, I know what I'm capable of. You know what I mean? I, You know what you're capable yeah, of. Yeah, definitely. But I think sometimes when we, when we know what we're capable of, we think we got all the time in the world. Right. And you know we don't saying? though. Like if I know I can pick up a camera right now and shit on half of you know the state, cool. 
I got time to do that. Right. You really right. don't. No, you don't. Because time don't stop. Time time don't stop because you the shit. Time waits for no man. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or a it, woman. Yeah. Exactly. It doesn't wait for anyone. Nah. And I think don't. that's what once we get that out of the out, you know, in our brains as far as time doesn't wait and we real serious about that, I think that all the goals and all the things that we want to accomplish will definitely be there. Right. It can happen. And speaking of which, Nas talks about that in the third verse. Yeah. When he was talking about the girl. Mm-hmm. You know, he she was saying, like, you know, like she never had a job. Mm-hmm. You know, that she's she was married pur- purity. Yep. You know what I mean? And then he also said time flying. She's the same person, never matures. He said that in the first verse too, about the dude sitting on the bench and all right. his friends moved on. Yeah. You know, and I love that song. Yeah. And I like what it what it stands for. Yep. So procrastination was Chip's third one. Um, my third one was selfish. Okay. Um, I can I can definitely understand where people come from when they say Malik is being selfish or you're selfish. To me, I'm I can be sometimes, but it's not in a I don't spiteful not, way. Yeah, it's not me being spiteful. It's just knowing that what I came from. Money ain't always gonna be here, so I don't have it to give it out. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> it's not always gonna be here. I need to I need to save money. Right. Period. Right, right, right. And once I have the that abundance of money, then you know, maybe it can be given out or invested in a few things. But right now I don't You gotta do you. Yeah, and that's and that's normally what it comes from. Yeah. A lot of people say I'm selfish over because of money. And we living in a time where, yo, you gonna need it. You gotta, yeah. You gotta save. You, you gotta save it. everything. Definitely got to. So when I know I can cut back on certain things, I'm definitely gonna do it. Like I yeah. don't, you know. But as as far as like if my, you know, if my if my people's needed, my family needed, I definitely have it to give. Yeah. But it's this is it's not gonna it's not be giving it out to random people. Yeah, we're not. We're oh, let's let's go to the movies every day. Let's go out to eat every oh, day. Oh yeah, we or can't do that. Let's go to the mall every day. Nah, I don't spend what they call it frivolously. Yeah, I don't do that. Yeah. But I could definitely understand. I can see and understand why a lot of people say you know I'm cocky, dismissive, and selfish. I could definitely understand that, and it may seem like an excuse when we go into detail with it, but yeah, we yeah. understand and we accept it and. Definitely are willing to to change what it is. Yeah. So for, what I'm getting from it is like, would you say that sheer selfishness is also a positive in a, in a way? Yeah, but everybody doesn't see it like that. No, but I'm saying from your own. Yeah, take, from my yeah. own perspective. Yeah, it's I'm also not, like like you said, I'm not being spiteful. With yeah. You. If I got it, I'm gonna give it to you. Yeah. If you really need it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because all that's opinionated. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. But like I said, I'm not here making excuses. I'm just giving reasons. To why, you know, those certain things happen. Right. But moving on to the good stuff. Mm-hmm. What are three positives? Uh, one, I'm very, very caring. Yeah. Like, yep. I'll definitely make sure, like, the people that I love is good. Like, even if I don't have, I'm going to somewhat try to find something to give them with it, whatever they might need. Or, you know, or just even being there for support. You know, um, cause like I come from a family that we were, I was like, my mom and dad taught us love. Absolutely. So, yeah. So it's like, it rubbed off on us. Like they, we always like used to say like, I love you every day to each other. Mm -hmm. Where in some sense, some families might not even say that often as often, you know, and it's not that they don't love them. It's just that, that my parents Express their expressed mm-hmm. it all the time to us. Listen, man, I'm still a little kid when it when it comes to telling your parents you love them, like especially yeah. my mom. Like I'll knock on my mom's door if I go to bed every night. If, yeah. if I'm at home, knock on the door. Hey, mom, I love you. Good night. Yeah, you I know always what I'm saying say, yeah. go downstairs. Yeah, and that's that. Like it's it's no shame in my game when it come to that. I tell my give my sister a hugs. You know what I mean? Every now and then. You know what I mean? Kiss mm-hmm. on the forehead. Let her know I love her and all that. Let my brothers know, even though we beefing half the time over, <laughs> over the dumbest stuff. Who going to do the kitchen? Who going to, you know I mean, take the trash out? This weird, yeah. dumb stuff. But, you know, that's, I definitely grew up in a house like that, too. You know, yeah. just, just expressing, you know, your love for your family. And that, you know, I'm, and I'm sure with you, since everybody says that you're caring, 
that extended outside the home. Yeah, definitely did. Show love to everybody. Definitely did. Do Um, you ever see that turning like negative, people abusing it? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I mean, I feel like that's why sometimes I'm not cool with a lot of people Mm -hmm. like I I used to be. I used to have, you know, I I felt like I I got tired of people taking advantage of that. So I just sometimes I learned to be like I'm now at 30, I'm okay with just being like alone, like not having a lot of friends. Like I find (laughs) peace now in being like being alone a little bit. Like don't get me wrong, I still have my friends. I still have, you know, my core group of friends and Mm -hmm. my family. You know, I go out, you know, we have fun all the time. We're together and stuff like that. But also do find peace in being alone sometimes. Like I see the same thing. It's a good thing. Like my like I love like just flat out solitude. Yeah. Being just being in your own space. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and that's and that's probably, you know, they talk about oh man, love language. Yeah. That's me. Yeah, if I if if I got love for you, I'm in your space. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm a be in your space. I'm gonna give you time. I'm in your space. But if I don't mess with you, I'm not gonna be around you. Nah, not really. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't gotta pick up the phone. I ain't gotta reach out. I don't nah. have to do any of that. And it's no love lost. It's just what I gotta do for myself. Yeah, it won't. It's not. It's not fitting. You're not fitting into this. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And that's like a, you. You basically made the a uh, great point. Like you need to you need to have your your space. Yeah. You need to fall back from the world, you know what I mean? Get off the social media sometime. And I think that sometimes when we look at social media, it's like a a pressure cooker. Like, damn, they over there doing this, that, and the third. I got to do this. I yeah. got to have that. I want what they have. So you would. And I think you people say, lose sight of their goals when they do that. Right. So would you say that social media impacted your life a lot? Nah, okay. to, to be honest with you, I don't care. Right, right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, I'm real, yo, listen. Because, you know, we, we see a lot of people still living their childhood through that, though. Exactly. But they also not, they only showing the good. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I tell I tell people all the time um, when it comes to, like, marriage and stuff, mm-hmm. I always say that you never know what that person is going through outside of social media oh yeah everything is cookies and cream on social media <laughs> but what's going on at dinner time in the house exactly. you know what I mean? that's when it get real exactly yeah so i don't i don't let social media you know dictate what i'm doing because life isn't a race it's not a sprint it's a marathon yeah you know what i mean and i was always taught that you know what's for you is for you and other stuff will drop off along the road. You know what I mean? Yeah. But um, that you said, so you said you're very kind. That was your first one. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So what's your second one? Uh, A lot of people say I'm funny. Funny. A lot of people say I'm funny. I mean, I don't, me seeing it, I don't see it that way. But we talking about positive things people see mm-hmm. about me. But like a lot of, a lot of my friends and. Family members will say that I'm I'm very very funny, mm-hmm. you know. But I mostly just like making people laugh because, you know, I suffer from anxiety and depression, and I know, you know, at some point, like sometimes you just need to laugh. At gotta something. laugh, always, you know what I mean? So you definitely gotta. Uh, I guess sometimes that's just my way of just you know what I mean, showing people that I care, and that's the first the first positive. Okay, you know, goes back to the first positive about me. So, want to see my first two positives. Um, this one, a lot of people say this, and I and I think it's funny because it it almost sounds negative. The first one is that I'm very complex. Okay, you can see yeah how it sounds negative, yeah. but then again, is is to to me, it's cool. You know what I mean? And a lot of people explain that it's I'm complex because. I, I don't see things at face value. Like if you show me a hundred dollar bill, what did it take to make that hundred dollar bill? Where did I that hundred dollar bill come from? I definitely from? can see that in our debates. We yeah. have yeah. Where did that hundred dollar bill come from? Who yeah. had it before you? Yeah. Right. Did you steal it? You know what I mean? Did you take <laughs> you, it from somebody? Right. Like I need to know. Right. And, and I and I want to know. Yeah. Like if somebody introduced me to somebody that I never met before, like if you introduced me to somebody, yeah, like yo, where did that person come from? Right, you know right. what I mean, who who did they hang with prior to you? 
<laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because yeah. that explains a lot too. Yeah, you just never know. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. You never know. Definitely don't. But uh but even my mind is is complex. Like just just my mind as a whole is just just complex, bro. Like the way I see stuff is um it causes a lot of debates. Definitely yes. causes a lot of Listen, debates. The way I'm here I, to the tell the people things. it definitely do cause a lot of debates. Because I just don't like me and Leak debate every day. Every day. Every day. And I think the what it what explains it to a T is when they when everybody say when everybody says, look, you know the basic saying, I'm from the outside looking in. Right, right. Okay, that perspective is cool. Yeah. But what about being in the center looking around? <laughs> you get what I'm saying? I like, definitely get it. I definitely get it. That or, might go over some people's heads. Exactly. Too. I'd rather be in the dead center looking around, every, you know, at everything yeah. and everybody. Yeah. Or you can go in one of the corners and look around from there. Go to the other corner. You know what I mean? But yeah. you can't you can't have you you can't um get mad that people don't see stuff like you do. You know what I mean? And that's and that's just one of them things. But I'm you know, the complex, I I definitely get that. My second one was intelligent, and you know right. that kind of ties in with with complex. Like I, I definitely, you know, I definitely read a lot. I like the research. That's my third. Yeah, that was my third one. Which one? Say intelligent. Yeah. Um, so we, that, you can, you can cut in on that too. Yeah. I mean? That's. I mean, you know, we we be telling me books to read. And yeah. We be giving off books to read. We always uh showing each other interviews to or even stuff to stuff to research yeah you know oh yeah I mean? we always are we are research game getting getting real like the research the research kills you know what i'm saying um i think that before you go to bed you should always instead of scrolling on instagram snapchat i know it can be addicting but i think that somebody you know the average person should definitely research something before definitely. they go to sleep Oh, definitely. You know definitely. what I mean? I done researched a few things <laughs> before I went to bed and had nightmares. Right. <laughs> now, have you always been like that since you were a kid or? Uh, I always coming I up, always was up? reading coming up. Okay, okay, okay. I mean, we didn't have no computer until I got in. First, I think we had a computer when I was in like middle school. That's when we first okay. got a computer. Okay. But even but even then, like the books were you know, my research tools at that point. Right. It wasn't until I want to say high school. I was I started researching a lot of stuff because I mean that's when you got your big projects. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Your big black history projects, um, your big science projects. So from there man. it just, you know, leveled up yep. year by year, month by month. So Okay. But now it's crazy. You know what I'm saying? Cause I start conversations like that. Like like I, I can go I can go into a whole situation like Yo, how did they know what the di- what the dinosaurs sounded like? Right, yeah. If it was no humans back then. And that'll fuck somebody up. Like, oh, come on, that yo. Will. <laughs> come on. After you said what's up, you gonna hit me with that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'd have been around you and saw that happen yeah. before. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like it's it's crazy. Like, but I mean, that's but it I, I just like to see people thinking. You know what I mean? Plus, I mean, it's more than conversating and just about women. Yeah, a whole bunch of what you doing Yeah, text. it's it's yeah, I don't, you know. I, I definitely like it, yo. I yeah. definitely, I love to see, you know, plus I'm a teacher, bro. Like, right, right. I like seeing people learn things. Like, you don't know what it means to me when you, when you got a little kid now. Right. I'm teaching my students how to play chess on our downtime. Okay, okay. Yo, chess is like, a thinking game. Bro, like, I got yeah. a nine-year-old right now that can probably bust a few people. Yeah, about Nine-year-old. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So. I got to brush up on my chess game. Yeah, I, um, I actually got a, um. A chess set for the holidays. Okay, okay. You know what I'm saying? But I definitely well, we might have to whip it out one day with murder. each other. But that the intelligent part, like I said, went yeah. back to complex. The last one was that I'm passionate. But me being passionate has got me in trouble a few times. Yeah. Because that goes back to in the beginning where we said the emotions. Right. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes my emotions can excuse me, can run high. On certain things, but right, right. I'm definitely, definitely passionate about everything I do. I can, I can be cutting the grass. I'm passionate about cutting that grass. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Washing dishes. I'm passionate. Cleaning. You know what I mean? Cleaning up around the house. I'm passionate about that because I that's it's. I got my hands in it. I'm attached right. to that. Yeah, yeah. So it can't look like bullshit. It can't be bullshit. You definitely know what I mean? can't be. But what was your last one? 
But my last one was intelligent. Oh, intelligent. Okay, yeah, okay, yeah, okay, yeah. okay, okay. So I chimed in on yours. Mm. But yeah, those those are the three things. But so, when you look at, go ahead. No, so it just seems like you know, even with our list of the positive, negative, especially with yours, mm-hmm. right? It seemed like because your negative, some of your negatives could be on as a positive yeah. in some other people's, um, you know, my, mindset or views of you. Um, so it's kind of like it also goes back to just basically being a balance as well, and even perception. Like perception is everything. A lot of nowadays. people's, a lot of people's perception of you isn't what somebody else thinks of you. Right. So right. that girl over there may say, "Damn, Malik always cocky. Like he, that nigga's tripping." But on the on the right hand side, another person can be like, "Yo, Malik cocky. He takes a lot of pride in himself." So yeah. it's like every the balance once again. Yeah. So the word cocky has a negative and a positive. Dismissive, negative, positive. Right. Um, procrastination, negative. Mm-hmm. It could be positive. Procrastinate because the time might not be, be right. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It may not be the time to do this right now. Right. You know what I mean? So. That a lot of people don't understand that when it comes to certain things because they haven't connected the dots when it comes to that. Okay, yeah. Like they've been told cocky is negative, procrastination is negative. What was your uh, What was your other one? Was it caring? Not caring too much, but oh man, cocky. What don't know? Mine's was it was uh. Caring. I don't forgot it. Well, whatever it was, <laughs> you know what I mean. Positive, negative, yeah. and once you understand that. You start looking at things different. You know what I mean? Nah, you definitely do, though. Yeah, it was caring. Yep. Yeah, you definitely... Man, I feel like you do look at a lot of things differently now, especially as you get older. You know, you're still maturing. I feel like we're maturing as adults. You mat- you're, st- you're maturing really every day. Absolutely. Um, You know, so the the whole topic of second childhood is the main goal for us really is to continue to mature. And it might take most of us longer than others. Mm-hmm. And no, I can't sit here and judge. And I know sometimes too, like for instance, we got homeboys or mm-hmm. um, homegirls that we see, you know, not not living up to their potential yeah. or we might want to say something to them. But then when you do, you get the backlash. Nine times out of 10, you get unnecessary backlash when you only well, try yeah, cause sometimes give a helping hand. Yeah, and I, I think that goes to more of like, we live in a we live the society that we live in nowadays mm-hmm. is totally like it's very judgmental. Mm-hmm. So now when somebody says something to you about it might be the littlest thing, you know, and they're not they're not doing it with hate. Yeah, they're doing it with love. But because the society is so judgmental now, yeah, people just snap automatically yep. on you without so, even doing any type yeah. of research once again, right? Or, or even knowing you as a person, right? So sometimes I just trying to like. Like I went to, bro, I went to, you know what I mean? I went to college, graduated, came yeah. back home, went to school again, got a master's. But even during that whole process, I was coming home during breaks, you know what I mean, from college and was like telling my folks, some of my people, like, yo, man, this school is this, that, and the third. You can definitely get in if, you know what I mean, if you apply yourself. But they're looking at me like, man, you only doing this because this, that, and the third. You think you're better than everybody out here? Yeah. And I had to, you know, come up, cut myself off from those people because it's like, damn, I'm I'm to myself, but here right. I am opening myself up to help somebody else out, and they yeah. looking at me like I'm tripping, yeah, for wanting to see you in a better position. Yep, yep. And it's sad, like it, that's crazy. That's, that's really crazy. But it's that's the mindset of society nowadays. But you know what I love though, the shoulda, woulda, coulda stories, especially if I help, if I tried to. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Get my hand out. And that I know that probably seems a little bit, um, you know, disrespectful. But at the end of the day, it's like you can't come. You you can learn from your mistakes. Cool. But sometimes the how I look at it, sometimes it's just too late. Yo, like, you that's, yeah. that's like the Lenny Cook uh, documentary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? They projected him to be in high school. He was better than LeBron James. Yep. You know what I mean? And then now when I looked at the documentary and you see his life now, I mean, he learned from his mistakes. But it's too late. But in the documentary, that's what he was saying. Like, I mean, he goes to the Knicks game. He sees Jaquim Noah. Yeah. And he's like, man, this is my boy. Yeah. And Jaquim's like, yo, like you were supposed to be here with us. With us, basically. You know what I mean? So it's 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 deep. It's like, really I, deep. Don't, I don't understand how, how sometimes you, you can help somebody or try to help somebody 
And they look at you in like a, a negative magnifying glass. Like it's crazy. Well, and, and sometimes like we're enablers. Like mm-hmm. people have enablers. We're enablers to our friends. Because mm-hmm. sometimes you just, you love them. Yeah. So you just not, you don't even want to cause no problems or discourse among you so, among yourselves. But so, I mean, is that is that a, a, a friendship no. if you can't be real? Uh, it's definitely not a friendship if you can't be real. So, but, you know what I mean? It's, I, I always... You always want to ruffle some feathers, you know. what I mean, you always want to be yourself in those type of situations. Like, if I if I see one of my friends doing some crazy shit, like I'm I'm checking from the gate. Listen, but so a lot of people don't want to ruffle some feathers. But uh, like like I just said, is that really a friendship if you know that person's gonna get out of character or not even or be dismissive and not even want to hear it? Or nah, trust me, I know one of my my best friend, one of my my cousin, my cousin Prez, man, like mm-hmm. he. I was on a like a slippery slope, and he was like, he pulled me up. He was like, "Yo, listen, I'm about to stop hanging with you." Mm-hmm. Like, and Prez is like, it's my cousin. Mm-hmm. That's like my brother. Yeah, you know what I'm saying because I'm the only only son, only um kid son. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my mom's only son, so I had three sisters. Yeah, so I ain't had no brothers or nothing. Like, I just had a bunch of cousins. Mm-hmm. So, but like him, that's like my brother. So he pulled me up, like, "Yo, if you want to start like applying yourself, or like, I don't even really want to be around you no more." Yeah. You know what I mean? And that helped. Like, I, I till, still to this day, I thank him all the time for mm-hmm. doing that. Because after that, he like, my life changed. Yeah. Like, seriously, I needed that because no one around me, everybody around me was pretty much doing the same thing. Absolutely. You know what I mean? So but Sometimes you need that. Yeah. Sometimes you need that. Like, for, for me, when I, I get that, I get that from the shop. Like, you know what I mean? I'm heavy in the barbershop, bro. Like, yeah. that's, 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 that was one of the, the places I went. To stay out of trouble, you get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Um, but even there, like a lot of people, are like, yo, Lee, what happened to this? What happened to that? And it's like you're procrastinating, you're bullshitting. Like, yeah. And when you hear your name attached to the word bullshit, it's like you know what? Yeah, I got, I got, I got to stop. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Especially, especially in the shop, so the, the shop, shop go like, hard. It's like the Apollo. You word. know what I mean? You know, you got you got slap the the fire hydrant when you go in for the good luck. You know what I'm saying? Because you don't know what you're gonna get when you, you walk in. You don't know in. what you're gonna run into in that joint. Sure, but don't. There's definitely motivation and and a lot of thorough people in that joint to to definitely keep you on your toes. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Definitely. So so once again, like I've been saying for three years, mixtape coming soon. You know what I mean? I've been saying that for, <laughs> for, for three or four years now. Mixtape coming soon. But yeah, you definitely need somebody in your life. Or even a group of people in your life to to kind of definitely pull you up, you know what I'm saying? Because yeah. that right there is that could be enough to to make you a millionaire, billionaire. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? depending on how you apply it. That's true. So, so a quick question: mm-hmm. the person you are today at this present moment, right? Mm-hmm. What would you rate yourself on a scale of one to ten mm-hmm. on how much you've changed or better? Are you bettering yourself? On a scale of one to ten, from yourself, from the person you were five years ago, or you know, five years ago, I was twenty-one. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you, <laughs> yeah, I I definitely changed a lot. So twenty-one, that was uh my first year. Yeah, that's my first year in in college. So this being there on my own, I definitely had to. My mom wasn't sending no bread. You know what I mean? I had brothers and yeah. sisters at home. Right, right, right. You know what I'm saying? So being down there, it was just like, you know, I had to mature and maintain that maturity. Right, for right, me to right. survive down there because And you went to Benedict, right? Yeah, Benedict okay. College. BCBC, BC, you know, you know. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um I definitely went was down there and like I said, I had to get mature and maintain that maturity to survive because if not I'm going back home. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and 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 knowing how my mom was around that time, home was an option. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah, know what I'm yeah, saying? So yeah. <laughs> that definitely that definitely made me have my eyes open to a lot of stuff and me changing a lot of stuff. Right. How about you? What would you reach yourself? Um five years ago until now. Man, I'll give myself Oh, about, I didn't even give myself yeah, a Yeah, I'm about to say you I'm definitely bugging. didn't give yourself a number. Um I would definitely. I'm gonna I'm be modest here, because uh, a lot of people say I'm cocky. I'm gonna give myself a seven and a half, solid eight. Let me give myself a solid yeah, eight. Yeah, well, that's my number eight. Eight. Okay. And I'm gonna say myself an eight because I still like I, I, I still have a lot of growing to do. Yeah. 
definitely still got a lot of growing to do. I'm still working on myself daily. Mm-hmm. But the person I was five years ago, which would I would have been 25, mm-hmm. is definitely different from the person I am now. I'm like I'm not the same person. I'm not going to every party. Mm-hmm. I'm not out in the streets like like that. And I don't mean like on the block hustling or nothing mm-hmm. like that. I'm just saying I'm just not. You jumped off the porch. Yeah, I'm just I'm just chilling. Like I, I'm here. I'm chilling with my daughter. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm just doing like I find joy in that all the time now. Yeah, sometimes you know spending time with family or friends that's better than yeah going out. Like yeah. sometimes like I understand a lot of people. And it's not I, wrong with it yeah. going out. People that I hang out with want to go out, uh, you know, most of the time. But to me, I'm I'm like, I'm a Netflix guy, yo. Yeah. I watch Netflix. Yeah. Netflix and YouTube and eat cereal, I'm good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? I'm I'm good when it it comes to that. But I don't, uh, you know, you got some people who just need that outside yeah attention go out swag nah I, I like to tune i like to tune out in the, in the crib I, now i like to do that i wasn't like that at first I, yeah. I like i like to i like to be i used to like to be seen but mm-hmm. not even be seen i just like to be out it's not in the house yeah you know what i mean but at this point i like i like staying in the crib now and just chilling you know and just doing what i gotta do like you said researching reading whether it be just chilling with my girl whatever I know coming up, like, I definitely was in high school, even middle school, like, we'll be outside just chilling till about 2, 3 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just doing the dumbest stuff. We would be doing dumb shit out there, yo. <laughs> like, um, throwing rocks at cars. Oh, yeah. Y'all you know was what I'm saying? From the shit. catwalk. You yeah. know what I mean? Just doing, just doing the, the stuff that we probably would have been in jail still now. You yeah. You know what I'm saying? Taking stuff from people, robbing people, like it's 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 ridiculous. But that I definitely see the maturity, and when you look back at it, it's like damn, it's funny as hell. Yeah, I used to do I used to do that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's crazy. And then I feel like also too what helped me out, man. Just by reading one day, I read a book, and the author in the book said, uh, basically, what a man is has more influence than what he says. Mm-hmm. And me. My negative is like so it used to be talking mm-hmm. too much like you get what I'm saying but now I just lit like I just just chill yeah my actions definitely I mean, yeah actions, actions speak louder than words actions speak louder than words but when she's when I read that what the author said in the book I'm like like I used to put it up I had hung it up on my mirror mm-hmm. and just you know what I mean for like I just took it down recently yeah I just used it as motivation to basically get to where I was get to where I'm at now and, and shoot, like I said, I'm still growing and, you know, but I'm glad that I'm out of that second childhood stage mm-hmm. uh, because, you know, a lot of people I know st- still in it. Exactly. Like, what is, question, what is something that, like, what's your routine as, you know, maintaining your, what is the routine that you use or that you have that basically got you out of your second childhood to have you maintain your adulthood now? Definitely uh prayer. Okay. Um I would definitely say reading. Mm-hmm. Like definitely like helped me to stay focused. It actually allowed me to apply certain like principles mm-hmm. and in my life. Not as besides the principles that my parents, you know, instilled in me. Yep. But that also helped me a lot because it taught me like a lot of positive things like, um, you know, like basically working out and, you know, working out maybe before I go to work or, yeah. you know, just things like that to start your day off. Because I remember like they used to say, I remember I read one book when the author was talking about how um, we live in a society today where Mondays is always the worst days for people. Like people hate looking like looking forward to Monday. And he's like, it's back. It's backwards. Mm-hmm. Like. And he's saying that because we don't live out our dreams. Like half of society is not living out their dreams. So it was like we used to hate looking forward to Monday. And now I'm like, shoot, tomorrow's Monday. Yeah. I'm looking forward to go to work tomorrow, basically. Yeah, I've been I always look forward going into the into my classroom. Like I always tell people, like, I ain't never have a bad day in the classroom. Right. Like, cause you know what I mean, that's the kids. That's important. Right. Like, a lot of people out here faking when it comes to the kids, but when I grew up with with educators in the crib, educators in the family, so it kind of rubbed off on me, right? Right. You know what I'm saying. So I like it. You know what I mean. If yeah. I could, 
If I can, don't quote me, but if I could do it for free, I, I definitely would. <laughs> said, don't, don't quote, quote me. me though. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But <laughs> I definitely, my routine is, um, it would definitely be reading, like, uh, reading, researching, yeah. um, working out here and there, and just watching my surroundings. Yeah, you know that's what a I mean? big one right there. Watching my surroundings have definitely got me out of the, you know, dumb situations or even had myself avoiding some, you know, weird situations. Yeah. Just saying like going in the crib on Friday nights or Saturday nights. Yeah. Like following your gut when you really want to go in the house and you really don't want to do nothing, just just go ahead. Yeah, yeah. And you know, 8 times out of 10, maybe 7 times out of 10, I definitely Go in the crib. Yeah, we was talking about that the other day. Yeah, like it, it was, was like it was a boring night. Boring night. Just go in the crib. Like, and we was like, "Yo, man, holla at you. Yeah. Go in the crib." Cause you, cause when when you force yourself, nothing good comes out of that. Definitely don't. You know what I'm saying? When you force yourself to do stuff that you want to do that you don't want to do, I'm sorry, it's not good. And you make dumb mistakes, dumb choices. Like it, it's, it's it's crazy how you can change your whole life with one split. Second. Decision, yeah, yeah. Like one split decision, one split second. It could definitely change your life. That's why recently, like I know, two years ago, maybe one year ago, when I didn't want to do anything, but I was like, you know what? Let me just go ahead. Let me yeah, just go ahead. Yeah. See, my mood might change when I go in. Right. You know what I'm saying? Those times, I made dumb decisions. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, now, yo, if I don't feel like doing it, I ain't going. I'm in the crib, and sometimes. The YouTube is popping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. YouTube is yeah, popping. Yeah. You, you go in the crib like twelve. You turn on YouTube. You up at four. Like damn, I, like you ain't know. I done watched all this. Yeah, time done went by. Yeah, go, I gotta go to sleep. <laughs> yeah, like, it's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy how you can off. You can you can basically offset your 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 decisions. Yeah, you definitely. You know what I mean, and, and fill it in with something else. Yeah. So, what type of advice? Would you give to a person right now that's listening, you know, okay. out there who's who's in their second childhood, but they're looking for a way, you know what I mean, to get out? I would basically tell them to, like, apply themselves. Um, because in which think, ways? One, really caring about you. Yeah. Like, yourself. Like, the only person at this point in your life that matters is you. Mm-hmm. You know, because at this point, your mom, your dad, your sisters, brothers, girlfriend, whoever can't help you, you know, change unless you don't want to. Yeah. So I would definitely say apply yourself far as taking care of yourself first and realizing that you matter. And when you realize that, I think that's when the change happens. Um, And then from there, I would just basically say, like, start, like, figure out what you want to do in life. Yeah. You know, write down on a piece of paper. Um, you know, certain goals for yourself or different steps that you want to take to help you um, get from the point that you're at right now in your life to a better place. Um, yeah, what agree. would you say? I agree with everything you said. Um, basically, like like you just said, worry about yourself. Right. But within that, you got to allow room for people who, who want to come in. You know oh, I mean? yes, definitely. Who want to come in and genuinely... Let me say that again. Genuinely help you or guide you. You know what I mean? Right. Because I think that's important. I mean, it's okay to go through some things by yourself, but if you have a person that's willing to stick it out with oh, you. Oh, yeah, yeah. With, with, no, with no strings attached and, you know, real genuine with the help, then let them in. Definitely you know what let I mean? them in. Let them in. Definitely. I don't think I, I mean I'm just giving advice. I I still want to handle it by myself. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? yeah. But this is for the person who's in their second childhood right now. You know, over 25. Right, because I mean, listen, my younger sisters were like yelled at me. Yeah, like, yo, bro, what's going on with you? Yeah. But at that time, I couldn't even see it. Exactly. You know, what I mean, until I wanted to change. Mm-hmm. So until then. You got to do what you got to do for yourself and realize that it is something better than just staying in your second childhood and, and 
just not maturing. Yeah, like you, and like you said, it's piggybacking off what you said. Like, have a goal. Have a goal. Like, have have three goals. You right. know what I mean? I'm I'm a firm believer that you're good at three things. Right. As a human being, you're good at three things. So make a list. You know, make a goal list. You know, of those three things that you're good at and how you're going to accomplish those goals. Right. You know what I mean, how you, you going to get there? What are can, the steps? Uh, yep. You can do it in days, months. Yeah. You can give yourself a deadline. Um, that's normally what I try to do Give myself a deadline yeah, deadlines. Even if you don't make your them. deadline Don't yeah. get upset with yourself Just know like yo I gotta work harder Because at the end of the day At least you tried Right you know I mean? At least you tried to To accomplish that goal Knock that goal out Right You know what I mean A lot of people Wouldn't take the first step Of getting off their ass You know what nah. I mean So If you know that you did that And you tried hard To get to that goal And you probably missed it You know By a couple weeks Maybe a month or two Right As long as you tried you know what I'm saying? I'm, yep. I'm, I'm big on trying at least. Yeah. You know, everybody should should try to do something to get towards what they're doing. You know what yeah. I mean? That's just, you know, my opinion. You can't you can't get nowhere sitting on your ass and you can't get nowhere watching other people and you're not even doing doing like, nothing. Yeah, you're doing nothing. Like yeah. it's okay to watch people take notes. Okay, they did it this way, they did it that way. I'm gonna flip that and do it my way. It's okay to do that, but if you just sitting there and you're like, "Damn," and then on top of that, you in your jealous bag, yeah, you look like a sucker. Yeah, <laughs> you, know what you I mean? do flat you out do. sucker, definitely. So, this was a good first episode for me. I bro. think so. I think so you know too. What I mean? I'm, I think I'm, so I'm too. Cool with this. Yeah, me too. And I think you know, just stay tuned for more episodes coming. Absolutely. And uh, thank you for tuning in to the Randomly Speaking Podcast. Yeah, with Leak and Chip.